Hello, welcome to Scratching the Surface. I'm Jared Fuller, and this is my podcast about design criticism and practice. On this week's episode, I am joined by the Seoul and Berlin-based graphic designer Na Kim. Na is a member of Table Union. She was the designer at Graphic Magazine from 2009 to 2011 and was an artistic director of the FICRA Graphic Design Biennial with uh, two former Scratching the Surface guests, Prem Krishnamurthy and Emily Smith. Na originally studied industrial design and continued her studies in graphic design at the Workplots Typography. In this conversation, Nan and I talk about her journey to design the sort of self-reflexivity in her work and mixing client and self-initiated projects, as well as the process of curating the FICRA Design Biennial, which I think is really one of the most interesting graphic design exhibitions that uh, I have ever seen. Na is a designer that I've been paying attention to for years now and just think her work keeps getting more and more interesting. I was excited to see her work with Prem and Emily for the biennial and was curious to talk to her about that experience and how it changed how she thinks about both graphic design in general and her own work. Remember, if you're a fan of the podcast and want to help support it, you can become a member for $5 a month or $50 a year. Members get an exclusive email newsletter that goes out at the beginning of every month that sort of expands on the themes of the podcast's previews, upcoming episodes, and shares relevant and interesting links and stories about design and criticism and writing and all the stuff that we talk about each week. These memberships help with the ongoing production of the podcast. So if you enjoy the show and want to help out, I'd love for you to join. Thank you, as always, for your support. And I hope that you enjoy this really wide-ranging conversation with Nakim. graphic design was was design something that you were always interested in oh well maybe like many other people who are starting design studying I was actually I had no idea about design itself I was mm. like interested in that like making something or even right. like painting drawing when I was mm. young so obviously I was thinking that I want to do something some like making something uh, in the future when I was young. But then I studied um, um, some like basic science in uh, high school that was kind of like specialized in the like very much like technology and science. So right. it was easy to go to engineering school. So basically my uh, study practice was start in the in the in, in industrial design but in the engineering uh-huh. school which was quite weird <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah 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 i guess this is maybe a weird question where did the word design come in for you or when did you kind of realize that these things that you're interested in this kind of making that you were after when did you realize that maybe that could all fall under this idea of design um maybe the design itself like have more like chance or um, choices to to communicate with other people compared to mm. just fine art when I was young so mm-hmm. for this especially for studying industrial design that is very much focused on uh, market driven decisions 
and many things should be decided with uh, some user uh, research and uh, right, the right. background of the, the you know market. Mm -hmm. So obviously the, the concept of design itself in the industrial design was much more uh, strong in that sense, stronger than just general design or graphic design, I think. And then that was also one part that I really hate about industrial design. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's one reason that I want to um, study something else, maybe after uh, bachelor industrial design. Yeah. And then uh, it was kind of like natural to change my um, major into graphic design. It's, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting to hear you say that because I kind of feel like that's some of what I, that's, I feel like your kind of frustration with industrial design is some of the frustration that I sometimes feel like I have with graphic design is that it's too, and I get it, but it's too commercial sometimes, or it's mm -hmm. too in response to the client's mm -hmm. needs. And I'm very interested in people who are able to kind of work both for clients and in that mode, but then also have this really strong kind of personal point of view and and projects that live outside of that. And and that's something that I've always liked about your work. Has that has that kind of contrast between kind of the client, the commercial, the market, and the kind of like personal work? Has has working in both of those always been something that's important to you? Mm. Yeah, obviously yes. Yeah. So also the, the some like commercial uh, focused design is more or less much more um, strong concept. When I was in bachelor studying industrial design, you know, like when you are mm -hmm. in some certain um, uh, field that like doing something else seems much more interesting <laughs> and for right. people that I've seen is some kind of very much like more has more freedom as uh, like in announce the designer's idea directly and also like have more opportunity to have uh, further collaboration with the people in different right. fields, which enable to have more multidisciplinary practice as well so that was quite uh, very much interesting for me at that point and you know like when when uh, you finish the study and need to do something it doesn't matter which field you are that this is some <laughs> yeah. kind of commercial project and survive in the field that you know you realize things are different right 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 so when when I, I'm not totally sure of the timeline because I know that you went to work plots. Mm -hmm. um, was that right after bachelor's or were you working and then you went? Uh, no, actually I uh, graduated bachelor in industrial design was uh, two, 2001. Okay. Around then. And then I studied another um, uh, graphic design master course in Korea. Oh, okay. Because I thought that must be the only chance that I can study Korean typography. Yeah. I was always wanted to uh, experience some different culture for with the studying. So I plan to study another country at the point, but I 
thought maybe that's very important to do some to to like uh, experience more like academic years in in Korea. So then okay. after master course in Korea graphic design, and then I went to Backplus. It was two thousand six. So so there was there was actually quite a bit of time there. I'm curious. I mean, the reason I ask is because I I don't know. I admittedly don't know that much about Workplots. It's a school that I've been fascinated by mm -hmm. for years. I've talked to other graduates of that. I'm a big fan of Carol Martin's, mm -hmm. and and the way he works. Um, seems very similar to the way you're talking about graphic design, and I see some some similarities in in approach. I'm curious what that experience was like at Workplots, and kind of what you took from that right. for the career that you've had since. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Workplots is very important uh, experience for me, and then I think also people should know. I, I, I guess many people also talk about that. Like, not everyone can be like. Karen Martins. <laughs> right, right, right. Of course. Because he has very special career as well, and he, like, mm -hmm. known as a like, like internationally graphic design in his late ages. Yeah. And still, he's doing a lot of things in his like career. So that was quite something very special. But anyway, honestly, I was. I had to say that I didn't really know so much about Beckplatz or Karen Martin mm. oh, interesting. before I went there uh, because um, I was um, more or less somehow fascinated about like graphic design scene in Europe in general because before mm. I didn't have so much information about uh, European graphic design because, you know, like the 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 basically some academic academic courses education system is very similar with American right. uh, system so many information back in the day no internet <laughs> right 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 any kind of information or, or references or some information about the school itself was uh, based in somehow like American um, university or academy. So, um, getting getting uh, know more about uh, the European uh, graphic design is something special, and I decided to mm. find a school, like especially in, in Switzerland or you know, like right. Germany and some very like some some countries in Europe. And with in uh, in the process of researching some schools, I just. By chance, I get to know Backplot, and okay. I just add this school in the list of my, you know, like. <laughs> right. right. So what was that? Can you talk a little bit about what that experience was like of kind of like studying, you know, coming from a, a kind of Korean design program, mm -hmm. kind of immersed in Korean typography, and then going to work plots, not knowing that that much about it. Um what was that like? Was it were, were you kind of like into it right away? Did you did you love it, or was there some some adjustment there? So I think that like this kind of something happened by chance was quite important and uh, yeah. for me because uh, without any knowing some specific information, you don't really have some kind of um, expectation either. So. Right. <laughs> 
right. in a good way, I mean, because yeah. uh, for some other famous coup in Swiss or Germany, maybe I have like, okay, uh, in that place, maybe I want to do something with this teacher or like I can have some different experience, maybe, maybe, but like in case of Bergplatz, I, I visited there before applying the school. And okay. I was totally fascinated about the, the the space, the building itself, because huh. it, it it was it is very special building uh, used to be uh, like broadcasting, uh, uh, like radio. Oh right, right. And um, and uh, all the participants has their own space. I mean, basically, it was just a table and and, and bookshelf, and mm-hmm. uh, and everyone has the the key of the buildings, and so like you can just be there anytime in twenty four hours, seven days. I mean, and, right, right. <laughs> and uh, we generally cook together for lunch, and we organize oh, nice. so, so many different activities together. So. And also only like six, seven people in a year when I was there. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. So for master course, we, in total, we have like 12, 13 people. We spend time together like mm-hmm. every time. So that was quite something because uh, you get to, you need to be the part of community and you need to be the like inside the building and then you really like uh, build up the space together with other people and the right. together, which was quite special. And then I think not only about uh, the how to uh, do the graphic design itself technically or conceptually, but like living together and finding question yeah. and answer together was quite uh, important for me. It's interesting to hear you say that because I, when I think about my own graduate school experience. I feel like the career that I've had since graduate school has been in many ways trying to recreate that experience, that kind of Mm -hmm. time where you're with other people, you're kind of building a community, you're questioning a lot of things, you're working out things together. And I I get the sense that, and when I think about the work you've done since Workplots, I get the sense that you're kind of the same way, that Mm -hmm. so much of your work has been about kind of continuing those things that started there at that time yeah uh yeah i think many you know like as a master course student you start thinking in different way and try to like see the world in different way obviously with the your like experience before but i mean for me that like being there and being in the in the netherlands and backplus was my first experience in in abroad and Mm -hmm. many things were quite uh, totally new for me and living like spending time together with uh, full-time graphic designers was also something new so that was quite obvious that like uh, start questioning and also like Paul Paul Elliman one of the supervisors oh yeah uh, like uh, doing uh, helping us in theory class mm-hmm. he 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 really asked a lot of weird questions <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. yeah i mean 
I think many people understand who knows about Paul Elliman that he's very yeah. interesting and weird and in the same time very lovely person that like yeah. with this kind of very intriguing question that like it's not the, the, the purpose to answer about the question but start thinking about right. and then what am I doing here and what kind of thing that I want to do in the future and what kind of connection that he uh, then my intention and then his question so that kind of very exciting questions was very also helpful and yeah that was also very like a barometer to do keep doing something after graduate as well I think yeah it's I was thinking about the work that you did for Graphic Magazine, which was shortly after you finished at WorkPlots, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And and to me, you working on that for a couple years seems like a, a direct continuation of what you were just talking about, where it seemed like it was like a really good place for you to kind of kind of play around, mm-hmm. kind of find your voice, find your interests. It, it gave you this platform that you could really kind of hone in on who you were as a designer. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk about that? Do, does that sound, I mean, again, this is just kind of my reading of your work oh, I mean, from, from the outside, but. That's totally correct because I, that moment was just after Backplatz and mm-hmm. um, the point that I get to start working with Graphic Magazine was very much, um, uh, connected with the backplots as well, because mm. um, you know, like with this kind of atmosphere that you know, did, I I don't know if you might know about it, but like backplots doesn't have specific class actually. Right, this right. Kind of atmosphere that many, um, most of them, most of us need to uh, thinking about self initiate project and some like. DIY project that like make busy, <laughs> make myself busy. Right. And also sometimes this kind of uh, project feeding the, the, the school project as well. So one mm-hmm. of my plan was that at the moment, of course, the Dutch design was very interesting. And uh, in, the, in the graphic design scene, you saw that, that many people start interested in, in, in the Dutch graphic design. So in a way, I was also thinking that the Backplus was interesting um, example as educational uh, institution. So I um, uh, curate a show about Backplus, and then at the moment that Backplus was the uh, ten years anniversary, like it it was two thousand nine. Okay. It was two thousand eight. So I organized this exhibition called Starting from Zero. And oh right, I remember yeah. this. Yeah, it was a little bit weird that like us <laughs> have ten years anniversary exhibition in Seoul. Right. Yeah. yeah, that was totally like like my somehow my personal interest that I want to um, pr- um, introduce backplots and Dutch design in in Korea, and right. also want to uh, bring my friends go to Seoul and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like having fun there as well. So that was 2008. And, and actually the editor, uh, editor in graphic design, like graphic magazine, 
uh, they uh, he approached me after the show and he wants to make a publication i mean one mm. issue uh, about backplots for the for for, uh, for 2009 the first issue so i was thinking that it could be really nice because we didn't have um exhibition catalog at the moment because we didn't right. budget for that so <laughs> yeah. I thought it could be really nice that like it's it's obviously could be the part of graphic magazine, but it is kind of it could be official right. catalog. So that came like it was ninth issue, and it was Backplus typography special issue was that at that moment. And then and then that relationship with graphic just continued. Yeah after that issue right really funny because he suggests that for uh, that like okay so you are you are the person who knows about the school and you speak korean and you speak english so maybe you can really also thinking about the the all the content and design plan and anything because you know that maybe i can be the person who can really really deal with all almost everything. So I yeah, naturally became kind of uh, editor editor and the graphic designer for this magazine for specifically for that issue. But then I think the 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 editor in chief he was quite yeah, enjoyed working with me at the moment. So without saying anything, we just keep working on for for two years. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. I'm sensing this theme in your work where it's just like all of these things are just kind of like happening by accident yeah. and you're just kind of going with it. I think that's very like kind of lucky thing for me. But in the same time, uh, I think um, if uh, I try to find, I try to use that kind of um, chance or some platform that I get into mm -hmm. my curiosity or interest. So that's maybe. Yeah, and it's interesting. And I, I, I never made this connection until kind of <laughs> us walking through, you know, basically your career and kind of hearing everything in order. But there's this recurring theme, and maybe this is a way to kind of connect it to the Fikra Design Biennial also. But there's this recurring theme where there's a sort of uh, like meta kind of questioning or a so much of your work is so kind of self-reflexive about graphic design itself whether it's curating a show on work plots or designing a magazine about graphic design or now essentially curating a show about graphic design um where did that come from or is that is that something that uh, you know you're kind of conscious of is there a certain kind of questioning and thinking about design itself in the work um, well um maybe i'm also a little bit like i have a lot of curiosity or some um <laughs> some questioning about yeah. many things but i would say that i can only count something very much connected with me i mean it's a little right. weird to say yeah but i just uh, deeply believe that when even when I I was working for a graphic magazine, many of the theme was something that I was curious about. And mm -hmm. uh, for example, yeah, in, in terms of the content or in terms of like 
very much structuring about uh, like making form or designing itself. For instance, like type archive issue that was about type design and how to show the type specimen in different way. So I was immediately thinking about showing one uh, letter in one page, like really huge form, mm -hmm. and yeah. which was like something with this kind of different perspective. Maybe you can find the very much um, uh, the letter or type design in different ways. So so many things like also like Amsterdam issue that I've done lastly for graphic magazine was exactly the moment when i uh planned to leave amsterdam mm. and that was also luckily the some moment that uh um it, uh the europe has some uh, difficulties in in uh, in in politically and economic economically so oh, right. the cultural funding was cut down in almost half it was 2011. Oh, wow. So many people start to leave this country. But at the same time, many of the scene was built with foreigners, basically foreigners. So right. I was really like, want to research about that kind of phenomenon that like how, how this uh, cultural scene in Amsterdam was built up and, and how it can be it can be continued or what kind of thing can be happen in the future all these kind of things so it's, it's it it start from my very much very very much personal occasion and yeah. interest but i try to make this kind of uh interest into connection with something general curiosity or some uh something happen at this point and for the scene or design itself Right. So Grappy Magazine and maybe also Fikra was a little bit like that. I mean, not, yeah. I mean, I I'm not really call myself. I don't really feel like I'm creator or. <laughs> mm, oh really? Something like that. <laughs> not really. <laughs> I I I prefer. I I always want to be uh, just like. Yeah, graphic design. Graphic design. Oh, that's. Okay, so it is, I mean, it's totally true that I want to just be a graphic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, well, yeah. I mean, let me let me ask you this question because it's interesting to hear you say that, and I I actually think about this a lot in my own work mm -hmm. where I'm, you know, doing design work, I'm writing, I'm hosting this podcast, I'm teaching, and so I could call myself a designer, a writer, a podcaster mm -hmm. a teacher mm -hmm. but i kind of just really like the term designer and when i introduce myself i still say that i'm a designer and some of that may be just kind of hanging on to that term because that's what i was trained in and what i'm most comfortable in mm -hmm. but some of it is also because i kind of see all of those other things as a type of design also right um and i kind of see curating as a type of design and so is is maybe some of that wanting to call yourself a designer a kind of wanting to expand what design can be or what it means to be a designer yeah exactly that 
with this kind of question was like often uh, occurs occurred uh, in graphic uh, in Fikra Biennale as well because you know mm -hmm. like all the creators were basically graphic designer and all the participants right. and uh, like basically that the uh, it is graphic design Biennale but it was made with graphic designers and uh, right. And I think we also really point out the fact that um, graphic designers have a lot of, can wear a lot of different hats. Right. Um, which, is, which is quite like, um, um, can I say, which is very uh, rare to other uh, occupations because. Right. Yeah, because. Basically, that I think more than any other designers in different scene, that graphic designers are more or less like based in many kind of communication and collaboration, and mm -hmm. it's really like define what you can do better than you can be that. <laughs> right, right, right. And I mean, it's also interesting because you and Prem and Emily, and I both I had both Prem and Emily on the podcast before, are designers who are also doing a bunch of other things also. Yeah. And, and so it comes from a kind of very personal place. So how did you get connected with the figure by any or how did you get involved with that? Mm, uh, actually, with Prem, we get to we get to know each other quite long ago. But like okay. when I was in New York for my residency program and the exhibition, it was 2015, and he was also like was busy with this uh, uh, space PX. Right. Right. I visited one of his show, and he was also like about to like doing some new project, not only about that that exhibition space, plan to move to Berlin and all these kind of things. So somehow we were exchanging some news to each other. And then um, Prem was, uh, Prem invited me for like doing this project together. And then okay. I, I've heard that like uh, the, the founder of Picra Studio, the Salem, he was he was initially organized this uh, Fikra graphic design biennale, and then he was uh, talking about this project with Prem for a while, like few years okay. ago, and and uh, and somehow we are uh, they they maybe thought maybe having like two or three artistic director would be much interesting and. Mm -hmm. And it was also quite tight schedule, and then need a lot of like different viewpoint and input together. So basically, it was also somehow by chance, <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> working with this uh, huge project in a way, because I yeah. never really worked with Prem before. So maybe both of us have some kind of like challenge, you know, like in, in really didn't know. Yeah the work the style of the working and somehow how to manage that that in collaboration so it was quite challenging but in the end it was really great collaboration with with him and emily also fikra studio yeah i have this is probably a really stupid boring question um 
but I'm I I what does it mean to be an artistic director of the biennial what did what was your actual role like what how how you know what does that actually mean what were you kind of doing to help organize that you know what I mean yeah um artistic actually we were somehow uh start the name under curators first mm. oh okay Kikra was like sort of like initiator and then uh, organizer but then they invite us as curators. Mm-hmm. But in the process, we were we we for for this project we have some challenges because three of us didn't know so much about Arab Emirates and Middle East, right? Manas uh, area and all this. Like we we know somehow, but like doing some graphic design biennale there was something else. So we were like visiting there three times and start thinking about what kind of things that we can do. So um, the one of the some interesting fact that we found was like um, uh, the cultural scene in Emirates and that, for example, they have uh, and, and the, the, the scene itself was uh, led by government and then with very optimistic idea. Right. Like they have like office of the future and they have oh, wow. ministry of happiness. And then many like I love that. <laughs> it's, it's so crazy and and something yeah. that I dare to imagine that was just things were happening there. So I was very, I mean, three of us was quite surprised about that. And then, and like making, uh, point out these ideas that like, why not making some imaginary governance or institution and for the, for this Biennale as a structure. So like, that's why we come up with this idea that making ministry of graphic design and department under that so uh we were somehow like making the structure that is also very much graphic designers decision somehow (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. it is quite exciting in a way but also somehow easy to think about like thinking about the form and structure and thinking about the contents as well in the same time so like to make uh, more broader ideas in inside this ministry that we make different department and then we invite uh, the uh, head of department and then, then and then they also need to uh, organize the, the their own department so we start mm. calling them the head of department like sort of curators so then we became like right. somehow artistic director like as an umbrella of structure of all the mm-hmm. department and the ministry so. and so all of these department heads were local or more local designers than you three were and they then helped curate and select the designers and the events that were included in each department well, not everyone was local. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, obviously, we want to have a lot of local inputs because we didn't know so much. 
like um, mm-hmm. for some of uh, or like one of the the department head was common interest from uh, oh yeah and yeah they have really strong ideas about like um uh, what like what kind of um that exactly what we say about like role of graphic designers there's there are so many especially young generation that so many designers who like rather not to define themselves as designer but like making some expressions right. and doing some like movement and even like uh some artists use the form of graphic design and very much like very much define right. uh you know practices and and they really want to uh, uh, show that kind of um, uh, designers and, and works. So they they were also like called this department called like non-binaries, and it was mm. uh, quite um, mm, special word in in that culture, of course. <laughs> right. But in a way that tells a lot about this department but other departments basically were like uh, uh lead by local um uh, department head but they are mm-hmm. also uh, quite international and some uh one of the department head alia that she basically she's in based she's based in new york but locally okay. she was her hometown was sharjah and something like that kind of connection. So try to uh, make this kind of conne- uh, cultural connection between international and local. Right. It's it's interesting to me that the the traditional way that we might think of a graphic design exhibition would be to kind of pull together some posters to put on a wall, maybe show some like... <laughs> you know, some branding systems and some books or something to like be very clear about what graphic design is. And what I love about Fikra is that it basically did the opposite Mm -hmm. and it kind of showed all of these other things and almost like made it more confusing about what design is in some ways. Uh, Was that a a goal to kind of open up those definitions a little bit? Or could you talk a little bit about how you thought about what the goals for the the Mm exhibition was or, or what you wanted people to kind of take away from it? Mm, basically, I really doesn't like the exhibition showing traditional <laughs> graphic design. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I agree. I'm with you on that. I mean, even, even I got like whenever uh, for my solo exhibition long ago that I got a lot of uh, clues and some ideas that prevent this kind of like portfolio like exhibition etc so i uh, basically i try to uh, think about what uh, what what kind of different view or different gesture to talk about Mm. graphic design in in the format of exhibition or even in the form of uh, Biennale. So uh, I think, especially uh, for us as an artistic director, then making this structure was already the start point of making the exhibition. 
And I mean, the, like right. thinking about this ministry and, and like organizing the format and then inviting head of department and then doing some this kind of free activities was already start, starting that like what, what the graphic designers can do differently, I guess. Yeah. And uh, in the form, actual form of the structuring the, the show itself, uh, personally, I, I think um, using the, the uh, Bank of Sharjah, the old abandoned building was something uh, striking, uh, striking things. Yeah. Um, it, it is also like a comparable process with the organizing exhibition in, uh, with, with, uh, using the ready exist space and right. restructuring things like re reconstructurizing the context and things. So, uh, I think, uh, transforming this building into actual ministry, uh, special uh, space was also very important part of the Biennale. And, um, and then inside this, uh, space, obviously we were like trying to imagining and pretending as a, one of the, you know, yeah, ministers yeah. or like the part of government as a kind of Im imaginary, um, graphic design ministry. And, and, and I think in, uh, within this format, many things became very natural, I think. It could mm -hmm. be very uh, weird in, in terms of actual uh, traditional conventional graphic design format, but in many, in the process or like uh, transforming this building and then how we define each um, uh, role of each department was also like very much like graphic design or design process itself, like right, talking about right. local culture and uh, about like like how designers or practitioners using the space and like how the language can react inside the culture and all these kind of different roles or like uh, event organizing event and all mm -hmm. these things. So I think that's uh, very much design process in general. For yeah, me. yeah, I love that. And which was quite um, very special experience, I think. If I imagine that working with some uh, big museums or very like foundation who is organizing this kind of big biennale, maybe it would not be possible, I think. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I'm curious, you know, kind of hearing you say that, when people who weren't designers or people who maybe didn't have uh, a broad knowledge of design came to the exhibitions, mm -hmm. what was the response like? Did, did, did you hear from people who, you know, maybe are less involved in, in this kind of work who were kind of got really excited by it? Mm. Uh, we were there for the openings, so obviously got a lot of great comments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm 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 totally agree with you that I was so curious about 
very, very, very much local responses. And especially yeah. like someone who is not designer. Yeah. Because that building and that area was uh, quite popular in, uh, in cultural and traditional. The Charge uh, Art Foundation was just close by and very much like commercial market was also very close. So I believe mm -hmm. that there must be a lot of people, just, you know, random per people just passing by. And right. I, I think they were like, some people couldn't really get it because it's in, yeah. in, 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 we have really huge signage called Ministry of Graphic Design. Right. I've seen that picture on the outside of the building. It's yeah, amazing. The building and people are really curious about like, oh, so this is some like governmental building newly built here. And then you know, some people are curious about that and then come in and some strange bird sounds or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, some right. people are really, I like, couldn't get it, but like I get a lot of yeah. like also um, a great comments from the local students, especially because they, mm. for them, maybe the, they didn't, they don't have so much like uh, uh, chances to have international exhibition or uh, in this kind of uh, size. But also, like, that is even more that, like, not just conventional way of looking at graphic design, but different way. And even like a right. little bit like risky censorship <laughs> point was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I heard that some students were like surprised in a way and also very, um, mm. what can I say? Feels, um, feels really good at, at to see this yeah. kind of work in their own country. They're always yeah. like a, a little bit skeptical, worry about this kind of censorship. So, yeah, oh, that's so interesting. That was really fun to hear. Yeah, yeah, that's mm -hmm. great. How you know we've talked we've talked a lot today about kind of how a lot of your work is kind of about itself, mm -hmm. um, or as a way to kind of question itself. And I'm curious how working on Fikra changed how you think about your own work, or how you think about graphic design and what graphic design can be. Um, well, uh, obviously FICRA was really a great experience for me, like in terms of, mm -hmm. uh, working in a group. I mean, I'm, I'm right, independent right. design, like very like working alone mostly and doing yeah. most of my stuff that like just... I have to decide everything by myself, which is sometimes difficult, <laughs> yeah. also sometimes easy in a way. But like working yeah. in a group for really long term, and and like everyone is somehow like totally graphic designers, so that we are like discussing a lot in every single things and then. Uh, questioning and then also um, sharing a lot of ideas like basically we uh, Skype like two or three times a week, a week. oh wow 
so I mean that was quite a lot of work but I uh, kind of uh, learned a lot that how um, like work to get how to work together and then in distance as well and that was also very important part of um, uh, proceeding the graphic design nowadays especially because as I right. talk with youth we never met each other but like like we often I mean we are doing this kind of Skype format like interview yeah. in the same time and I work with so many like different people without like in-person meeting etc right. so that was also like uh, personally quite uh, important things and then the FICRA itself that I uh, guess um, especially I really um, like structuring and what can I say? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I can ask, I can ask you the question in a different yeah, way yeah. Um, if you want, cause this is, this is kind of my last question and it kind of connects to, to what you were talking about. Um, I wanted, I wanted to end by asking kind of what's next for you or, I mean, now after working on a project that's this big and, you know, mm -hmm. this amazing, honestly, <laughs> um, what do you what do you do after this, or how how what's what are you interested in doing next? Um, uh, well, Fikra Fikra was really um um big project for me, like uh, taking all my like last year, and I met a lot of people and being in places yeah. and especially new places so that was something uh, new but in the same time I was thinking that as I say I don't I can I can really like do something uh, when there is some chance and intriguing me and interesting <laughs> things right. going on but in a way that I uh, realized that I also want to spend somehow like focus on my own stuff as well because mm -hmm. uh, I think it's also um, doing trying to find something uh, as a platform and and use that kind of chance chances as I want that is like right. in 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 it's valid in a way, but in the same time, I need to like intentionally find time my for my own stuff as well, and like right. to um, uh, you know like exchange this uh, moment and then another moment. So like try, try to make take turn in that point. So, yeah, because maybe like being away and working with so many people after a while, then. I also need to be like um, thinking about so what I can uh, gain from that and what I want to do something else. So yeah. in a way that is it's also like right moment for me because recently I moved to Germany. <laughs> right, and then right. that was also like a good uh, moment and then trying to you know like organize my archive and then updating my website, blah, blah. So, <laughs> no, but, right always important yeah, things to I'm, do I'm, nowadays i'm thinking really that as a kind of sheer serious serious task for myself because like i talk a lot um 
about this with my close friends recently that like uh, working as uh, working like football player and then yoga practitioners is completely different that like we, you can really run uh, with your full energy in a way that for a year or two years but somehow you, you right. need to be used to as like doing practice yoga every day you know that right, different right. way of working and thinking but um, i think i was really good at like putting putting full for uh, like putting all my energy into certain pro practice and then okay what i will do next and then things are coming to me and uh, okay i will do this would be nice and blah blah but somehow i i i have to organize that how to like uh, focus on the yeah. daily practice features and things so this is also like very important part i think what do you <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, y yes, you are speaking about something that I think about yeah. all the time. When I finished graduate school, it was the first time that I had worked by myself and had worked alone. I'd always worked for other people. And the hardest thing for me over the last couple of years has been that kind of practice side of it about carving out time to work on the right projects of when when to collaborate when to make space to do this when to organize this um so i know exactly what you're talking about there are so many things are interest interesting stuff out there and i right one day i want to do this one day i want to do that but like there we also have like very limited time and i'm getting <laughs> yes. old also like <laughs> right. yeah i know I, yeah we are the same i know exactly what you mean i'm quite sure there is some some specific things that i want to i feel uh more like to do or so it's the choice is quite important and and how to you know like uh how to uh, know how to deal with changes is more important than than just doing what you do right you know? right so <laughs> yeah i i know i know exactly what you mean and i love that i actually think that's like a perfect way uh to end this whole conversation i really enjoyed talking to you i i um feel like i learned a lot and uh kind of got a lot from the way you think about your work and just really enjoyed this conversation so thank you so much for being on the podcast thank you for this conversation i i, I this also made me thinking a lot about my life and then <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good yeah, thing thank you so much this episode was recorded on March 14th 2019 our theme music is by Nick Orgasani we're on Twitter and Instagram at Surface Podcast you can find us wherever you get your podcasts and at scratchingthesurface.fm thanks for listening